Welcome to the You Got a Mouth podcast. My name is Melanie and I'm your host. And welcome to episode one, where I share a story about how I overcame fear and applied spiritual truths to that moment. I grew up being very cautious, shy, and fearful as a child. My mama shared so many stories of me bawling my eyes out and throwing a fit because I was too scared to ask for ketchup at fast food restaurants. I also remember several times being asked if I was mute or only spoke Spanish because people would ask me questions and I would just shake or nod my head. It wasn't until a few years ago that I actually recognized the fear was a huge problem in my life and I decided I wasn't going to let it hold me back any longer. I really wanted to grow out of it. So I decided that I would say yes, at least once, to anything that terrified me. Which in and of itself is a scary decision because there have been so many times where I've been faced with something that scares me and I have to decide in that moment if I'm going to take those 30 seconds of courage and say yes. Since making that decision, I have found myself crying right before ziplining, hiking up a solo incline, jumping off a cliff in Hawaii, and many other scenarios. I'm not sure what fears you might be dealing with today or this week or this month. I actually looked up the top 10 fears, the top three being spiders, snakes, and heights, in which I am scared of all of them and could relate to all of the fears listed on that list. So maybe you find yourself constantly from the future or taking that next step in your career, or maybe you're scared of losing your job, or maybe it's going to the gym because you think people are going to stare at you. Maybe it's writing that book or going on that date or starting that business or nonprofit. We all have fears, big and small, shallow and deep. Just this last week, I had a moment where I had to say yes to fear. I had to pick up a ton of food to distribute to families in need, which means I had to rent a 26-foot truck to pick it all up. I felt completely incapable of this because I haven't driven anything bigger than an SUV. So what did I do? (laughs) I called my dad and asked him to come with me to drive the 26-foot truck. Ten minutes into the ride, he looks at me and he says, Do you want to get behind the wheel? I had already thought of all the worst case scenarios. You know, I could hit someone. I could drive off the side of the road. I could die. But in that moment, I decided that I would do it. So I chose to do it scared. And I drove the 26 foot truck, clutching the steering wheel very tightly. As I think about this moment, I wonder what made me say yes. I had already processed all the worst case scenarios I knew what could happen or not happen, but what really made me feel like I could do it was the fact that my dad was there. I trust my dad. I know that if I were to hit something or someone, he would have my back. He would grab the steering wheel or pull me out of the car. So if you're listening to this, I'm not sure where you stand spiritually or religiously, but I do believe that this is exactly the type of relationship that God wants us to have with him. He wants us to know that he is right there with us. We can have that sense of security with him. He is a dad who is kind, who will fight for us, protect us, and help us up when we fail. I'm reminded of the story in the Bible, and if you're unfamiliar with the Bible, the story is found in the book called Matthew. 
It is known as one of the Gospels that speaks of the life of Jesus. This story is found in chapter 14. In the story, Jesus and his 12 disciples, or followers, are with him, and he sends them out on a boat to head to the other side of the village, while he goes up to the mountainside to be alone and pray. Later that night, he was still alone, and the boat was quite far away, so Jesus, being both God and man, decided to meet them on the water by walking on it. So it's dark, and they see a man walking on water, and the followers or his disciples freak out, thinking that he's a ghost. But Jesus says to them, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. One of the followers called Peter stood up and said, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come to you on the water. And Jesus said, come. So Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. And when he saw the wind, he became afraid and then began to sink. And Peter cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus reached out his hand, caught him, and he said, you of little faith, why did you doubt? I don't know about you, but there are moments in my life where fear is so prevalent. I can use all the logical reasoning and rationale to talk myself out of doing something. If I were in Peter's shoes, my mind would be thinking, humans can't walk on water. I could drown. Everyone is looking at me. I can do this often when I sense that God is calling me to do something. I can tell him all the reasons why I can't or I shouldn't or so-and-so so says this about that. But Peter, like me in the 26-foot truck, found confidence and security in his father. I believe one of the things God has been speaking to me about is that I must choose obedience over fear. I need to choose it over and over again to do what he's calling me to do. Not because I'm obligated to, but because I love him. I'm reminded in the verse found in 2 Timothy 1.7 where it says, There is no fear in love. I used to hear that verse and just not get it. But now I understand that when we are loved by a good father, we have a sense of security and confidence that we can trust them on our worst days when we fail and when we choose to do the risky things. When there is no fear in love, it compels us propels us and empowers us. I believe that love and passion for something can help us overcome fears. For example, let's say that I wouldn't have been able to find someone to go with me to pick up the food in a 26-foot truck. I would have figured it out. And do you know why? Because I love the people we are serving and I believe in the mission. And I would have done whatever it took to make sure that people got food that weekend. And I would have overcome that fear because of love. The day I went ziplining, my morning reading came out of a book called Jesus Calling. The book is written with daily words made to sound as if Jesus himself was talking to you. And I would like to read it to you because that morning passage felt like it was God speaking to me directly. And it says, I'm a proud parent watching his baby learn to walk, eager to see you take each step of trust, however small. No matter how steadily you walk, I applaud each step as if it were an Olympic feat. Imagine if we really believed those words. If each of us took 30 seconds of courage every day, what would we be capable of? How would the world around us be different? Our relationships, our careers, our abilities to create. Today, if you find yourself reasoning 
making excuses or just saying no. Dream about what life could be like if you had no fear and you just said yes. And then ask God to reveal more of his love for you and to give you a love or a passion for that thing you're so afraid of. Remember that God is your father, he has your back, and he will be right there even if you fail. So today I want to leave you with three questions to meditate on and think about. The first one is, what am I afraid of? The second one, why am I afraid of it? And lastly, how is God calling me to respond? Thank you for listening to the You Got a Mouth podcast. I'm not going to lie, I overcame a lot of fears creating this. And after some feedback from friends, I thought about re-recording this episode because they said I sounded like I was whispering, which I was. I woke up at 6 a.m. to record while my house was the most quiet, which meant I wasn't trying to wake anyone up. So I decided I'm going to post the original, just like you just heard, and remember where I started and to remind you that not all firsts are perfect. So I hope this encouraged you today. Until the next one, ciao.